two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. I'm just saying, you guys don't have that same thing before sex? I've got a checklist. Four intriguing topics. They talk, you listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Anybody who can't delineate between a novel and a film or a TV show, all I hear is this music to this sweeping epic story, and you're here to listen to us talk about it and to hear Kenny sing his poorly behind me. This is all wonderful. Kelly's giggling like a little schoolgirl, and Joe is just grumpy. He'd rather be back doing his BBJ. You're here with us, your usual pack of assholes. We're that was disappointing. My name's Art. I've got Grumpy Joe over there. Joe, how you doing, douchebag? Fuck Game of Thrones. All right, excellent. We got producer Kenny. Hey, Sir He's Kenny, having... I like that. Uh, I would like to know what land that I'm. Um, can I be a northerner? Uh, you're to be definitely a southerner? a northerner. Yeah. God damn it, you're gonna make me a southerner, aren't you? No, no. Actually, uh, Lex is definitely a Lannister. So. Oh yeah, no, That's he's a, sure. that would be a that would be a I western. gold. He would be a Westerner then. Uh, I don't know. I was just—I've so never Kel- paid attention to the map. I always thought they were in the bottom. I don't know. And we yeah, have our no, wonderful I- guest, Kelly. Kelly, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, fantastic! So. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yes. Okay. What are we doing tonight, guys? Okay. I don't know. We're totally like unscripted tonight. Apparently. So uh, let's before we get into this dissension of madness, Kelly, what, if anything, are you drinking this evening? Unfortunately, I am just drinking straight up coffee. Uh, I have to work. Oh, I have to stop all those fun kids just trying to have a good time watching movies from the comfort of their own homes. Uh, I work for the corporations. Corporate shill. I mean, we love you, but sucks. Kenny, what do you got? Uh, I have a nice uh, red wine from the southern uh, errors of uh, Westeros. Um, it's very nice. Uh, it's uh, 35 years aged. And uh, yeah, it makes me feel like cat watching somebody get murdered. Nice. I don't even ask to ask. I don't have to ask you, Joe, because I already know you're drinking a tall ass glass of Haterade. So we'll just jump right over you. And I'm having one of the North's finest Pilsner winter ales brewed with the ice of undead people who uh, <laughs> apparently were a big deal in the show, but then they weren't a big deal. And they then were... they weren't. Hey, let's talk about how great the Game of Thrones television show was. I mean, like, let's just start off right off the bat. That's got to be one of the... I mean, for me, it's, it's Friends... And then it's Game of Thrones. What wow. do y'all yeah, think I, about I'd that? say for me, <clears throat> you know, it is um, Game of Thrones, top of all tops, uh, followed by Welcome Back, Cotter, Breaking Bad, and Lewis, Lewis <laughs> and Clark. So, it's, it's Oh, up. wow. Breaking Bad's under Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. What do you, what do you um, think, Joe? Where does it fall for you, buddy? Yeah. Here. You look depressed. We're peering behind the curtain here a little bit, but um, Art, you're really breaking up a lot. Well, I'm sure it's perfectly I, fine on the recording, but that's cool. I'm happy to edit that out. <laughs> you, you just wanted to add that. Uh, so where do I? Uh, so where do I add this hemorrhoid? Uh, as in film and TV history, or in TV history? Um, yeah. What is? Uh, uh, what is generally? reviled as like one of the worst shows of all time or best 
maybe the uh, American version of coupling or something like that. Or the American no, version no, of Breaking be, Bad. Um, I believe the worst show in history would probably be That's My Hitler. And it was for one episode in England back in 92, I think. Wow. Was that Matt um, and Trey? Oh, no, that's my Bush. That's the other one. Oh, that's the other one. That's my Bush. I would say it ranks right below that because of what D&D, the two executive producers, did to did to Martin's masterpiece. Just, it, it's Love those sick. guys. They did such a good job. Fuck you. <laughs> So, I mean, honestly, tonight, guys, here's the thing. I, I don't I, I topics were sent, but honestly, I don't really feel like this is a standard like just episode because there is so much to unpack here. First of all, Game of Thrones. What a great story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's like just to start off with just let's just talk about uh, Joe. I know you're the only one here that's read the first book. I read the first book. Did you read the book, Skelly? I did not know. Okay, Art, you haven't read the books, right? Uh, no, I'm ashamed to say, even though okay. uh, someone on this podcast actually gave you me the box. Motherfucker, I bought them for you. What? <laughs> Motherfucker, you didn't read them, and he bought them for you. I know. That's I what mean, I was saying. Art, somebody I, on the show who will remain nameless. <laughs> Art, you know, I you know I own all of your movies, Art. Right? I own um, them all. All of them. And you should have, yep, uh, and you should have plenty of money to buy in and get this Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay, books. I just want to be clear. Most of those, I don't even see a set from because I there I don't own them. But um, I, I just want to make a quick addendum. I was wrong when I said um, uh, what was it? Hitler. Um, that's my, that's Hitler. my Hitler. The <laughs> show was called Heil, Honey. I'm home. So. <laughs> uh, you can find that it's from 1990. It was a uh, one. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that every time I come home. How oh, honey, I'm home. <laughs> Hi, L, honey. So anyway, sorry, Kenny. Continue on, please. <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones, guys. Come on. I mean, the first season was amazing. The first season of the of the show was good. The many second seasons season, were good. Yeah, many seasons were good, yeah, and then many it seasons. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I, there's no. There's no turns here. Uh, we're 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 going off. We're going Game of Thrones with this episode. Okay. Many seasons were good until they ran out of book material. Then That's everything true. went to shit. And so, the only things that did work well after after they 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 ran out of the book material were the things that Martin kind of hinted at them about, like Hodor. Uh, you know what Hodor stood for? Hold the door. You know that spoiler was a Martin, alert. that was oh, the Martin yeah, hold plot on. point. Spoiler alert! That was a Martin plot point that had that he hadn't reached in like the books yet, but it's something that he told them. Um, mm. And it just you know when they weren't when they weren't when they didn't have source material, they had no fucking clue what they were doing, and. Everything that was built up after ginormous tome after ginormous tome by Martin was just completely fucked up in the edge just because of what those ass clowns did. So nothing mattered. One hundred percent, totally agree with you. Uh, I for one, I'm an asshole. I for one read the first book. And I most of the way through the second book, but fuck me, George R.R. R. Martin likes to spend so much time in somebody's head. And I'm like, I don't have that much attention span. I can't do it. That said, let's talk about the good stuff. Let's go back to season one, season two, season three. Um, for me, like, does anybody like the, 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 the Red Wedding episode? obviously was a huge episode i mean i personally now this is i i had i'd only read the second book so i'd never read the third book i haven't read up to the red wedding i had no idea it was spoiler alert i cried my ass off i i was a fucking like you know i i was a fan i wanted uh what was his name rob Uh, stark rob rob yeah i was a rob stark fan i wanted him to succeed and they killed everybody in the whole the whole line. The whole story arc was like, here you go. Spoiler story alert. arc in the ground. How do you all feel about that? 
Joe, how do you feel about that? Did, well, did it match say, the I've books? Been, I've been talking a lot already. And, you know, should I let Arthur Kelly have a chance to? No, this is on. Look, I've been waiting for this for a I long am, time. I'm just hoping that you can say more thoughtful, searing commentary about it other than it sucks and DMD your ball bags. Okay, okay, okay. So let I want to hear thoughtful, scathing reviews, Lex. Let me take it back a second. Kelly. How did you feel about the Red Wedding episode? Um, I unfortunately knew about the episode well before I saw it. So oh. there was no shock value for me. I was shocked um, as fuck. Yeah. I, mo- and as, as most people were who watched it, you know, for the first time. Um, I didn't have HBO back then, like for the first several seasons. So a friend of mine told me about the series, said it was great. Whenever he bought the DVDs, which came out, what, like a year after the show, you know, the episode, the season came out, he would let me borrow them. So I was always a year, a whole year behind everybody else. So I already knew about the Red Wedding when I got to the episode. So I loved it for what it was in terms of the, now I like to watch the show a lot for the acting, but um, it was, I thought it was well, well done. And the Wang, right? You watch it for the Wang? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't see they any Wang. I mean, if you're watching it. it for the Wang, I'd be I'd be disappointed. Oh, there was there was a there was a good there was a good bit of Wang in there. Just 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 uh, my boy, uh, um, the guy who plays uh, Pedro Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I saw his Wang. That's about Oberon. It. Yes. Oberon. Oh my God. My no, you boy. also you had uh, Oberon's you had my Theo boy. Joy's Wang. You had uh, a a digital oh. Hodor Wang. You had a couple. Oh yeah, wangs. there was that. There was that. Yeah, they owed the the Hodor Wang. Yeah, you know. A yeah, tour well. of Game of Thrones Wang. Just to talk. Just it was to... this one. Oh, sh- okay, sorry, Joe. All right. So, so, so Red Wedding. Um, once again, in their infinite wisdom, D and D decided to do something afterwards that. W- they decided to omit something. Does everyone here on the panel, I, I all know that you've not read the third book, but do you all know who Lady Stoneheart is? Okay, uh, looks like Kelly does. Art doesn't, Kenny doesn't. Okay, awesome. So um, in the epilogue of book three, one of the phrase has received word um, you know, this is after the events of the Red Wedding and after Joffrey's death and everything else. One of the phrase has received word that some of his family members have been captured. So he is going there to negotiate their, their release, you know, probably with some money. And the entire time he's kind of thinking to himself about how great the Red Wedding was and, you know, it was funny what they did and blah, blah, blah. He gets there. The men take him inside and all of the frays there are hung. And he's like, oh, shit. Love Next it. thing you know, they toss a noose around his neck. And he's like, no, 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 you don't understand. You don't understand. I had nothing to I had nothing to do with what happened there. Blah, blah, blah. You know, just lying out his ass. And all the men there turn to somebody and say, is that true? And standing there is Caitlin Stark, Lady Stoneheart, as basically an undead zombie. And she hmm. said, and she basically nods and says he was what. There. And the third book ends with them hanging his ass. What? So, How did lady- she become an undead zombie? So Caitlin, it continues Correct. forward. Lady Stoneheart. Wow. Because what happens is, remember, and I can't remember his name. There, there was a guy who died in the last season of Game of Thrones. The guy who kept on being brought back to life multiple yeah, times. Yeah, it was. Oh, he was right? part of the. Um, Fuck, the, I can't remember the I light remember. guys, the, the oh, yeah, flaming sword yeah. guy. The flaming sword guy. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, with the patch? Yeah. Yeah. In the books. In, in, the, in the I books, mean the show he, he had a patch. Up, he basically gives up his last life in order for Caitlin Stark to return. And ah, she returns so they flipped the script. They kept him around longer and got rid of her. Dude, wow. Well, exactly. Yeah. And so Lady Stoneheart is still a big presence in the book with those men and they're hunting Lannisters and Freys and Boldens down left and right and this is and this is a huge plot point and it's something that would have been brilliant if had been incorporated into into Game of Thrones but in their infinite wisdom again D&D thought eh 
Who cares about Lady Star Hey, let's just be glad they never got a chance to touch Star Wars. Hey, um, one of the things that <laughs> killed me about the second book was that I'm sorry we're so focused on the books, but like, dude, okay. I'm fascinated by this. Yeah. Um, the second book, the thing that really gets me is that George R. R. Martin really likes to be inside somebody's head for a while, right? And like Catelyn, oh god, I just don't want to. I I can't hear about her kids for like fucking five pages. I just I just can't do it. And then at some point in the second book, you know, he witnesses Renly's death, which is by the dark thing that occurs. Uh, uh, what's the other? What's the second brother's name? The the other Baratheon. Not oh, Renly. Uh, Stannis. Uh, Stannis. Stannis, yes. Stannis's ghost comes and kills Renly, right? Um, no, and, um, and, um, wait. Yes. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Right, this sorry. is in the Southern Lands, um, yeah. back where Renly was kind of gathering his forces, and he gets killed by the thing. And I'm like, the whole dude, that's like 25 pages of Catelyn thinking. And I'm like, I can't take this shit. <laughs> Man. Um, do you guys think that, like, if they had just stuck word to word with the book, that we would have a better show? Uh, well, well, it's interesting how you say word to word. In that case, I don't agree with you because Martin is a brilliant storyteller. He's kind of a shit writer, if that makes sense. Um, he beats you over the head with stuff. Uh, you know, how he said about 20 pages of this. Um, there was a plot point when John met Egret, his redheaded lover there in the north, uh, where, you know, and I think she said the line. So I will give D&D credit. They have um, they had her say the line only, I think, once or twice. You know, nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah. Every other sentence out of her mouth in the book. <laughs> is, you know, nothing, Jon Snow. Oh, that's and annoying. It got really fucking tiring real quick. So not a not a word for word retelling, <laughs> but I think if they had stuck with the script, yeah. Or, or so if they had ask, stuck. Let me ask the book readers this. So uh, now I'm not entirely. I'm trying to remember the arc of how things went with the show versus how you're talking with the book. So when you bring out Caitlin Stark coming back to life, that is. I'm just going to categorize it under the 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 tent of supernatural magic right so one thing i remember that game of thrones did is they really 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 took a long time to start unveiling magic and supernatural shit like it was a while before the dragon showed up it was a while before like you start getting the idea of what's going on with the mountain and how is he this weird fucking zombie thing and by the end you start seeing all this crazy shit so they really held their hand close and you could see hints of the ice people and all that other shit um but for a while, the dragons were the most mythical thing in that show. So did they pull and hide the mythological and magical pieces of the story early in the book? Or did they or did he wait for a while to start revealing that side of that world? Um God, it's been a while since I've read the books, but uh um I I mean, just from what I read, I, I there was nothing. I mean, and that was to the just middle the, of the second book. So I mean, so then I, bringing her back from the dead would have been the first big thing. I didn't, I didn't, I, didn't, I had no idea that happened. I didn't get to the third book, so I, I oh, never got. Don't forget that the guy with the eye patch, who I can't remember his name off the tip, uh, Derek Dundarian or something like that. He, uh, you know, he did come back in like the second or third the first time but i mean but but yeah i i think really the the dragons beric dondarian dondarian yeah i think the dragons had lord of blackhaven yep i think of the, house dondarian because he's the one who ned stark sent uh when ned stark was serving as hand to robert baratheon he's the one who he sent into the riverlands to go after the mountain and his men mm -hmm. uh who were raiding and raping and pillaging um, I, I really think that the, the first thing that really stood out magical, uh, wise was the, 
was the dragons hatching at the end of the first book and that might have even been in the epilogue i don't remember off the top of my head it, but it, it, no, uh, it's in the first yeah it's it's in the first book the, the first season of the show and the first book are really good they do a great job the two of them together the second book and the second uh, season kind of also jives almost great and then i didn't read the third book so i can't stake with that um one of the things i wanted to say was um shit i forgot my i forgot what i was gonna say maybe kelly has something she could say yeah kelly you got anything to say this is we're we're off canter here so uh you mean just about something specific or what you guys have been talking about thus far so uh, what i was gonna say was that like you know obviously uh we all watched the first season we were all into it the first season second season you know Tyrion lannister saving the fucking uh uh the the the, the big kingdom and all that and uh damn i should have watched this series before i <laughs> before this because there's things that i'm like you know i'm trying to come up with and i'm like oh my god i can't believe that i don't have that in on the top of my brain here um and then it's just uh the you know with the um the uh not the lannisters the uh the blonde ones the um yes oh the uh, targaryens yes uh-huh. yeah so, oh, yeah in in the books, like I, I was fascinated by the Targaryens. I in the in the series, I was fascinated by the Targaryens. I wanted to know more about the Targaryens, and it was such a thing that, like, you know, you you, you never you never got to hear anything about them. You know, you heard that they had this great land and that they were super magical, and that this land exploded or whatever or came to an end in some cataclysmic thing. Um, and Aegon came over with his dragons and fucking made all seven of them bend a knee. Um, <laughs> dude, I like, like, how awesome is that? Like, and, and, and then we never get back to that. You know, I don't, we never get back to that. And it's, it drives me nuts, dude. Oh, um, that's the other thing that's left out. Uh, in the fifth book, which is Martin's last which was the last book that Martin released almost 10 years ago and probably will be his last book because he, he, he writes at the speed of a sundial. Uh, <laughs> it, it, he, there is a Targaryen. One of the Targaryens wasn't killed at King's Landing at birth. So, and he comes back, back across the, uh, the narrow see as well um and i can't remember if he's real this is or a, fake, a, a spawn of aegon i think his name is aegon i really? I, I think he is named for for his ancestor and Aegon's actually second the guy who's overseeing second him, of his name they took, aegon bugaloo or they took Jorah mormont's storyline that that was the guy who got grayscale and was cured uh by by or my, no, no, Joe, you refer boy. to him as the guy who got friend zoned. The guy who got friend zoned. That's correct. Um, they actually took his storyline and gave it's it way to better him. than that. Yeah. Uh, because he because it, it, it was determined he had grayscale there at the end of the last book and he was serving on Targaryen. So there is another Targaryen who is present in Westeros while Daenerys is still across the narrow sea because she has not even because in the book she has not even made the journey to Westeros yet so it is it you know there's the the book is a billion times better than the TV series between Lady Stoneheart and Aegon Targaryen and just uh, you know something I something I I have to add real quick uh, just because I don't know if you'll bring this up during the this episode please do one of my favorite characters in the book um and you have mentioned him already was stannis baratheon i love stannis baratheon because he's a complete asshole for for some reason asshole characters are endearing to me at times he's an asshole but at the same time he is he's he's diligent in in what he believes in and what he believes in is that the kingdom needs a king. He is next in line. He is destined, and he's not. He he doesn't want to be the king so much for himself as that's what duty entails for him. I will say this, and we have not reached that point in the books. But I will eat my hat if in the books, if Martin ever releases another book, Stannis Baratheon kills his daughter. That is, I was about to ask that. 
That is a complete 180. I hated that. He would have never done that in the book. Absolutely never. And that is when I really started to hate D&D when they did that. Go ahead. I don't I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I hated that part of the, uh, it seems so uncharacteristic of Stannis. I did not, I did not agree with that 100%. There's no reason why he keeps her alive. And, and even though everyone's telling her to just end this girl's life, just end her. She's, she's got the grayscale. Come on. She's never going to be anything. And, and the fact that he over conquest over. Oh, I do remember this girl. That's when, um, that's when the guy with no fingers, the guy with no fingers gets angry, right? Well, 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 he, he had made sure that he sent him on like a mission because he knew that if he was there, he, oh, he comes not, back and he finds out afterwards. Right. Yeah. 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 He would. Yeah. Not because there was a piece. <laughs> he, no. Sir I'm Davos. sorry. Sir Davos. Yeah, Sir Davos. That's it. Sir Davos. Uh, AKA game of Thrones is um, Nick Offerman, or that's their version Ooh. of Ron Swanson. It's also world. my boy. Sir Davos is my boy. Yeah. The onion Knight. the onion Knight. Yes. Yeah. Snuck in with a bunch of onions. To save Stannis Baratheon, that is correct. And, and right. his I, I, to I'm going to chime in just because I need to hear more Kelly. Uh, no. So my question for you all. I'm sorry. This is no, no, that's okay. I was actually about to interject something. It's when cool. I always like about... inviting a studio audience to watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just I'm I'm thoughtfully listening to what everybody has to say because it's a it's an interesting perspective from the people who read read the books versus those of us who haven't. And when I think about that, how complex the books are, um, what it's like to be a writer trying to take that deep, rich material and turn it into X amount of episodes. That has to be an incredibly difficult thing to do, I would think. I mean, obviously they're writers, so that should be, you know, their job, but. But having having to figure out how to take you can't have every single character in there. I mean, the show was already complex right. with a zillion characters as it is hard to keep track of. Right. And then you have to figure out what to take from this character to still put that story or that bit of a story over here, give it to this character, whatever. I mean, yeah, that's, I would think that would be incredibly difficult to weave into something that doesn't, you know, devolve into madness, which it eventually it did. Especially when they ran out of material, like you said. Season four, season four on is is when things started falling apart. If you ask me, yeah. man. Yeah. But so that's yeah, what I was gonna say. I mean, that's it's just hard as. I mean, yes. It's hard I, I as can't. a writer. I, I mean, I know. It's like, who, for, it's like who do you? You're you're trying to tell a story that half the audience is already going to know all about. The other half won't. So. Do you play it down the middle to appease both? Do you appease one and not the other? Or, I mean, how do you ch- make that choice as a writer? That's a hard choice to make. Yeah. I, I make that choice every day as I'm writing my new hit series that's coming out on Netflix next year. Can't nice. talk about it. Can't talk about it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, like when you have such great source material, I mean, yeah. like the, the source material is so good and it's not finished at some point. Like, I just wish I could seasons one through three were pretty on point as far as, as from, from a viewer who hadn't read the books yet. I, seasons one through three were on point for me. Season four. Like I was like, what's happening? And then everything after that was like, okay, now we're just making shit up. I mean, the fact that like a, there's a moment where God in season four, where like the owners of the slaves were running around the, the, the town and, and they, they, they literally write in English, like death. No, no. The slavers write in English, in English, death to the, to the, to the slave owners or whatever they write. I'm like, that's not what's happening here. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Right. Never, stay away from Star Wars. Battle of the Bastards. That's my thing. I'll say you can't say that that wasn't awesome. Oh, dude, the Battle of the Bastards. That was, was like amazing. what season six. Yeah, that was Maybe like season, six. Like penultimate of season six, I think. Like, like I said, man, you, you, you absolutely they they hit some shit, and it, it was 
uh, dude, the Battle of the Bastards. I hated. Was it uh, uh Ramsey Snow? Ramsey Bolden. Yeah. Yeah, Ramsey yeah. Ramsey Snow or Ramsey Bolden, whatever you want to call him. I hated that motherfucker. What he did to, by design. Uh, great. That actor did a great job. Oh, he, <laughs> dude, I love that Ooh. actor. I yeah. listen, uh, you know, and I also like Joffrey's actor. Um, yeah. He's gotten hardcore flack like in real life because of because yeah. of how good he was they say he's the sweetest kid in real life they, yeah. they say he is so so nice and i think yet, he's i think he's done acting i think he was like yep one and done i'm i'm good <laughs> he, was well, like, he got I his money dude well, i yeah, feel bad but... for the guy because um, just go real ahead. quick some, go ahead Joe. some words some words of wisdom from my dad uh he always said if that if the villain makes you hate his guts that means he's doing a fucking great job, great job. yeah Exactly. Everybody loved hating him. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I was leaping up and down for the purple wedding. I was up yeah. and down, just like cheering. Like I was literally cheering in my seat. Like, I mean, I'm like jumping up and down, like when he was dying. I was cheering for him as he was dying on screen. How fucked up am I? Well, That's I was, so no, wrong. I was, I was too, but I was also disappointed because I wanted him to get it worse. Like yeah. more suffering, you mean? Like, like something. I wanted Joffrey to get it worse than just choking on some poison. Like I wanted, I wanted him to get taken apart piece by piece. Dismemberment. Yeah. yeah I just want one something my, like aching hey, and agony, just agony. Ram's one of my death. favorite lines. That was pretty in the good. Book but you didn't Joffrey. see it though. Yeah, but it's HBO. I mean, it's not like NC. They showed everything else. Why did we not get to see him? die from his dogs eating his face hey, i'm okay with seeing some dude sex but like you know they showed everything else in this show and they didn't right. show that one satisfying moment of his death they got scared. i was a little pissed about that i heard yeah. it but i'm like i want to see it they got scared i i i will i will give D credit here because they could not use this line uh in the tv series although it's brilliant uh you know it's something that you can only read in book form but it's one of my favorite lines in the whole a song of ice and fire series which which is game of thrones um when Tyrion kills his old man on the toilet oh yeah the crossbow there is a great line in the book as he's you know as he dies he evacuates his bowels and Tyrion, you know and and it it's it's helpful that he's sitting there on the toilet because Tyrion says that uh, basically he has proven the old adage about the Lannister family oh, wrong. Uh, Tywin Lannister in the end did not shit gold. <laughs> and that's it. how that chapter ends. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say they couldn't use that in the show? Huh? So, guys. Why couldn't they use it in the show? Well, I think it'd be awkward to to have like Tyrion say that or something like that. Like, oh, oh okay. I don't know. I can see him selling. I mean, it certainly would make it feel a little <laughs> bit like a 1980s action movie. I kind of <laughs> almost, I, I mean, Peter Dinklage could like, pull off that line. Oh, so. Peter Dinklage. Amazing. Amazing anything, actor. Right. Yeah. I tell you what, two favorite. I mean, my uh, dude, Tyrion Lannister has got to be one of my favorite characters. If not my favorite, I mean, I drink thing. I drink wine, and I know things. Mm-hmm. I, f- yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's my own life, but like you know, <laughs> right on, dude. Uh, that's God. This this guy. I mean, uh, he could do anything, and I I'm, yeah. I'm all over it. Dude, Peter Dinklage is amazing. Yeah. Um, Arya Stark was my also. I, I I don't feel like she got hers, and I hate that. Because I was following her for the whole thing. I'm like, she's my favorite. I love Arya Stark. I'm like, I'm wanting her to fill her list. And it's like, everybody fucking filled it for her before she got a chance to. It's, (laughs) she should have been the one, man. Oh, but she got to kill the Night King for some reason. I, yeah. I have no idea why she's the Night King, but but it's we're not there yet. We're not there yet. I know. I'm waiting. We get toward the season hey, eight. Yeah. We're, we're everywhere. We're it's fine. Yet. Hold on. Wait. Hold that thought, Joe. I just want to say it was nice to see her kill Frey in the series. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that that was that was good. It wasn't really mm-hmm. what I, I want. More. I want. I want to see more than that. I I would have wanted more than 
than that for her because he he's just not a lot enough for me but uh especially since you know what he did but um yeah uh and then and then and then of course joe as we're coming to it i guess we could just go ahead and get to it like let's talk about this last season guys what okay. what the water bottle what okay. <laughs> no it was a starbucks cup okay it was both <laughs> two of them how do you build up a battle for eight seasons and end it in one episode? How the fuck do you do that? You My favorite run is out that of runway and money. My favorite is that the Dothrakis are pretty much wiped out by the white. Oh yeah, walk. like literally and an entire race of people are just killed but- in like a fog. But, and then after every episode after that, there were more Dothrakis and more Dothrakis. And, and I was like, weren't they all fucking massacred against the White Walkers? Well, no, nah, man. You know, they, <laughs> you, you saw how they do. They breed like rabbits. I'm sure they just, <laughs> right, help them back. Now, because I was always, I mean, toward the very end, you know, the last <laughs> couple of seasons, I finally got HBO. So I was up, I was watching it in real time with the rest of the world, right? But, a lot of times I would be on and go down these rabbit holes on YouTube and I would listen to other fan theories about XYZ criticism, whatnot. I mean, it was very educational for me just because I thought, Oh, that's a good point. You know, because I was like, I hadn't thought of whatever. One of the things that I thought was hilarious was when one of the drag, one of the dragons was killed. I don't know which one's name went into the underneath the ice and then they, the the Night King, you know, resurrected the dragon or whatnot. And they had this giant chain around. They pulled it out of the water. And somebody was like, is there a Home Depot nearby? <laughs> Where did they right. get this giant <laughs> chain, chain from? to drag this dragon out of the water? Oh, like, God. That's brilliant. You can't. I, I love fans. I love passionate fans because it's a, ugh, I get behind. But you know so what's much. funny? I'll lay you this. I bet you if there was a giant fucking chain in the book, no one would say shit. True. Well, and there was a giant chain in the book, and, and this is actually omitted at the Battle of Blackwater back in season two because part of Tyrion's scheme to fuck up Stannis, if I remember correctly, there were huge chains raised in the harbor that blocked his ships. Yeah, so but that when they, the wildfire they... was set off, it boom. Right. Boom. But those chains, they talked about those chains and how they were going to be made and how people were going to like not have chains because of what they were doing. Like they like I remember that specifically because I was like, whoa, they didn't like that's that's new. Um, Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then that's not just that. It's that like that, you know, uh, undead dragon can just with his breath destroy the entire wall i mean fuck the wall it doesn't matter that it's it, just here we go undead dragon and then the wall is destroyed um really uh, i mean really i uh, you gotta fight uh, yeah. ice with ice yeah it, that's apparently the way you need to do it and it took one episode and the wall was dead and that's seven seasons worth of protecting the wall i posted today in our staff thing what did I post? I posted the uh, the the night watch. Oath? the night watch. Yes, yeah, you know, tonight my night watch begins and blah blah blah. Uh, where is it? Here it is. Night gathers and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death, and so on and so forth. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking serious. I mean, it's a paragraph worth of shit that you got to memorize as your oath. And your whole story arc just ends in one episode. Just one episode. <laughs> Done. The night That's watch is do. over. See, I think that uh, that was probably my biggest criticism of season eight is, I mean, again, I didn't read the books and I was always like, because a whole year between each season, I would forget most of the crap that happened, right? So for people who were a lot more diehards with the show, they would think, oh, that person wouldn't do that. That person wouldn't say that, blah, 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 whatever. A lot of that, unfortunately, went over my head. But for season eight, I felt like everything they had been building up to or foreshadowing or leading the audience to think is going to happen, 
like none of that happened or like characters were acting really uncharacteristic for what how the arc had been for the prior seven seasons that was i think my most reason why i season eight really rubbed me the wrong way yeah like there's a point in the series where uh uh, yara Greyjoy, uh theon Greyjoy's sister right i think the whole season ends with her being like we're gonna go get my brother and then the next season begins with her and her people trying to get theon and theon's like no leave me here yeah he's like like, full on stockholm at that point and that's the end of that story arc really that's you're just gonna end it right there that's that's it that's it really i mean you just had us fucking rolling whole summer and now you're gonna be like ah i'm here to rescue you no i don't want to be rescued oh Oh. okay bye i mean okay bye and then and then bran and and at the end and then like i haven't even touched bran yet i know and (laughs) Like the whole buildup of Jon Snow, the whole series. Oh God! And then just to be like, I mean, hey, Jon Snow killing the Night King, cool with the whole switch of the. Hand. I get that was a cool thing. It was a cool moment. I was jumping up and down like, "You go, girl!" Because she tricked him. Right? It was great. But the whole t- this whole thing was supposed to eventually be about Jon Snow, and it wasn't. <laughs> well, for, because did... the whole thing was that he was like. The whole thing with these red priests and red priestesses like Melandra, who was with um, who was with uh, Stannis, Stannis yeah. and Thoros Amir, who brought back Lady Stoneheart or Beric Dondarrion in the books. Um, he um, it was like, you know, there is that, you know, they they all think that the people that they're with are like, you know, are meant to be this mythical figure by the name of azor ahai who who brings the light and you know will will one day drive back the white walkers and a lot of people are like you know could it be stannis could it be this guy could it be this? a lot of people think it's john snow that is one of the biggest things that pisses people off about the tv series is the fact that that whole prophecy no one gives a fuck about it, it, it it's like completely it was ignored. never established exactly exactly and it's like you know yeah just have already kill him it's all good you know right. it, it just makes absolutely no sense it was it was fan service is mm-hmm. what it felt like to me I, I i don't know um dude i was all about like i had an affinity for the night watch like i i was like that's my people like i mean i feel like if i lived in this world i would have fucked up so bad i would have been on the night watch i'm sure of it and those were my people and it's like they were there for years, for decades, for centuries. They've been there. And then to you to dismantle their everything in one episode, in less than 60 minutes, everything that you've built is dismantled and destroyed. And the Night Watch means shit. And they did nothing to protect anybody because guess what? They just fucking rolled right through, you know? It's like the Maginot line during World War Two. Yep. Now, since since uh, since Martin hasn't finished the books, how do you think he would have concluded? Do you have any? Does anybody have any idea how he's going to what? how he would have concluded the Night Watch and the dragons and Jon Hold Snow on. and Arya? I mean, how do you think he's going to finish the story? Joe, I I, I love that question. Art, do you have something to say? Because I was about to ask Joe. Where does the books leave off? The books leave off with, uh, I'm trying to remember, with Egon Targaryen in Westeros, uh, with um, Egon. The last book actually doesn't talk about a lot of the characters. A lot of the characters aren't featured. I'm I'm trying to remember. Um, Did you say he wrote five books? Five. five. Um, And they didn't do a book a season, right? So like episode one was or season one was not book one. Did. For the first oh. few seasons they did, but then oh, okay. like, first three. Okay. You know, I don't remember off the top of my head. It's been it's it's been so long since I read it, and my mind is so fucked up with Game of Thrones now. I actually have the book right next to me now, but I think that'd be kind of boring if I opened up to that. Yeah, it'll do that. I, I was just <laughs> I, I was just curious. 
because I, I'm, myself, I'm thinking about like, you know, where did the show really kind of start to fall apart for me? Because I tell you what, when we got to the Red Wedding, I was like, I've I've never felt like this before in my life. That nobody, no writer has ever made me weep like I did when I watched that Red Wedding episode. And mind you, at that point, I hadn't read any of the books. I was straight up just watching the show. And you read and them after I, that? And then after that, I said, George R.R. R. Martin can go fuck himself. <laughs> and I would never watch the show again. And I was done with it. I'm like, how dare you make me feel this? And then I realized, yo, he made me feel something. Like he made me feel something that like I've I've never been like that before. I mean, I went to another room and weeped, like literally cried wow. because of what happened. I was a fucking, I was a Stark fan, you know. I'm, I'm wanting this to, to work for them, and they're like, you know, and then, and then everybody fucking gets killed. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's dead, and I'm like, who, what, why am I watching this? Yeah, fuck you, Art. But, but the um, moment, the moment he, the moment he destroyed the pact between those families, that he went and he married who he did. You don't, you didn't see that as foreshadowing is like his downfall. Here's, <laughs> well, here's what I'm gonna say. Every other novel that I've read that's been like that, you know, like you know, because because you're right, you know, he was promised a Frey and that he would marry into the Frey family and obviously he met this new girl and blah 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 but like you know you can't help who you love you can't and but isn't that isn't that martin's style overall it so is. nobody gets and a happy he, ending yep he got me he got me good because yeah. i did I, I i didn't see it coming i okay let me rephrase at the time i didn't have hbo either but mm -hmm. i was watching i was downloading them the next day illegally um, because I didn't have HBO. So like it was always the next day that I got to watch these shows. Now, the night of the red wedding, Twitter blew up, Facebook blew up, everybody blew up, and I stayed away. I was like, something fucking serious happened last night on Game of Thrones. I have no idea what it is. And everybody's fucking freaking out. We downloaded the episode and I I wasn't good. I wasn't good. I I was not good. It was it was the greatest emotional thing that's ever happened to me on a TV series. Period. Wow. It sucked. It sucked reading it and watching it, just like it sucked reading about the Viper versus the Mountain. Oh. The Viper had him dead to rights, and oh my boy, why? Hubert's got the best of them. Yes. He had to have a con confession. My beautiful. Viper he wife. Fuck him up. <laughs> yeah, pop yeah. him like a grape. They just kept us just taking the victory and go off home. Yeah. <laughs> my boy. My Baron. Baron? Baron? What's his name? Oberon. Oberon. Yes. Oberon. Oberon. Yes. yes. The yes, Red Viper. Oh, dude. <laughs> you know what? In my book, um, I actually modeled one of my characters, one of my four main characters after Oberon. Because he's a he's amazing. Yeah, he was. Yeah, one he of the most really beloved characters of the whole series. I'll even say he wasn't on for very long. Yeah, Pedro Pascal, man, I want him to in my movie. When I when my book goes good and I get to make a movie of my book, I'm um he's he's him and him and Chris Pratt, they're in my movie. <laughs> I just want I just want Pedro Pascal. Period. He's got a good part in my book. <clears throat> his name is. You need Dante. a love interest. Does he does his character need a love interest? Because I'll play that. Yeah. <laughs> uh unfortunately he don't he don't make it fast the first book but okay. <laughs> spoiler alert get out spoiler alert <laughs> what are we talking life. about <laughs> you guys are nerds anywho uh bran bran we haven't gotten to we have not gotten to bran hold the door hold the door guys bran what the fuck the three-eyed raven. Why, Didn't somebody why just push his ass out of the window again? <laughs> yeah, it seems like that's time. what they did because they were like traveling and traveling and traveling. And then there was the whole like stupid bullshit with the what was the the northern guy? The like tree uh, people up there? 
Yeah, and like you know, Bran got captured by like the 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 North the the um Night's Watch who had you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah remember that part? Yeah, and he was drinking drinking out of the skull and the skull had like a plastic mold line on it i'm like that's not a real skull <laughs> i love how the whole time the the reed's siblings are carrying him around taking care of him and then after they've served their purpose you well i i think the boy died on the show yeah, and the they, girl, I thought they killed them both off didn't they yeah they both she died lived, but you never heard from her again so it, you know even after all they did for for the Starks, and if you think about it, it was their dad who saved Ned Stark in that fight against the um, True Stavis. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sir Arthur Dane, you know, back in like the past, that that was their dad who stabbed him in like the back of the head and and allowed Ned Stark to beat him. Uh, it was uh, it, it was after all the 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 reads have done. Fuck them! It, it's it, right. It, it, it's <laughs> like the Brandon Stark. It, like the brand stark show you know what i mean and it's it just it just it just it, it was so terrible and and that line you know we talked about how awesome peter dinklage was as Tyrion, but that line who has a better story than brandon broken or whatever the line is literally everybody <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's like Pick somebody. i just i just i maybe it's just a, a i don't know but i just didn't understand his whole arc no no there needed to be some type of fantastic like uh they seemed like know, they were building guru. him up to be this he was coming into this his own this power this three-eyed raven thing that he was becoming and then it was i, I was like what <laughs> he's just now king suddenly okay okay everybody is literally murdering each other for eight years <laughs> and let's give it Let's give it the brand. And and what did it end up like? I don't know. Maybe like I said, George R. R. Martin. Like okay, we have to differentiate between the books and the right. the, the series so, because yeah. we don't know what George R. R. Martin's what his plans. And are. he may he may have made it. He may make it all make sense in and, the end. And in, in his way, right? I don't know. To his credit, yeah. he is known as a notoriously slow writer. Although this is really. Right. I think this is the longest break he's taken between books. To give D&D some credit here, perhaps this was a rough outline of what he planned on doing, and he saw yeah. how this has been such a backlash, and he's like, oh, back to the drawing board. So perhaps- I wondered about that as well, too, because I had heard yeah. that they met with him that's when they I were running too. out of source material, and he's like, okay, so this is like this is the framework that I've got in my head and how I'm probably going to do it. And then they just went and ran with it and tried to fill in holes. I can't imagine it. If I were George R. R. Martin, I'd be like, figure it out. I mean, this is a great opportunity for him to literally workshop an ending and then have total deniability afterwards. Be like, I didn't tell him any of that. And in reality, he's like, God damn, didn't do that. There's nothing wrong with Darius Targaryen being the big bad at the end because if you think about it the the whole thing about the targaryens is that you don't know how they're going to wind up due to all the incest over yeah, they all go crazy at some point anyway they have a temper and i get it not, and that, if she if she if that was how she was going to do things at the end fine but it no. turned but over maybe give it, but it was like it was overnight it was like what? yeah it's it's yeah. not even overnight it's literally like uh, do I go crazy or don't I? And yes. she decided, okay, I'm gonna uncharacteristic characteristically go crazy. Suddenly. But do you all want but them the just like her and Jon Snow to hold hands on the Iron Throne and and then hear yes. the Walk to Remember yes. soundtrack at the end? Uh, yes, it would have been better than what we sh what we were given <laughs> because because what we were given was she went crazy out of nowhere, unfounded. I, I did not buy that at all. There's no reason for her to go crazy like that. There, why? She's never experienced Targaryen rule. Why well, the fuck would she be like, I don't get it. I just well, did. Kenny. Go ahead. Kenny. Please, she's go a, ahead. She, she wanted woman. that cock. She's a woman, bro. <laughs> Bitches because, because she wanted John's dick and, and he wasn't giving it to her anymore. Notice that. That's right. That you I'm know what? Jon Snow of, has of that magic stick. 
hey, I know I'm all aware of what a magic stick can do for you. I'm just going to say that it doesn't, it's not that magical. If I've got a dragon and y'all are bending the knee, I'm not going crazy. Right. I'm Remember, like, weren't they like, I'm like kind of related dragon. to anyway? Yeah, they were yeah. nephew and aunt. Yes. Oh, yeah. What are you yes. doing? And when they, they, they found out, they were like, oh. He's been waiting for that the hey, whole time. I'd fuck that dragon. <laughs> Thank you. I was waiting for one. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I know th- I know there were a lot of fans out there. Oh jeez. That's just Joe with his oh. dragons. Sorry. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I do know that there are a lot of fans out there that were like, no, that's I, I loved season eight. I love the way they ended it because that's really you gotta know Martin to really They're in denial. Know, nobody's nobody has a happy ending <laughs> and i'm like i don't i don't i don't spend that much time it's like you know playing red dead redemption and then listening to our podcast and having joe ruin it for us it's, it's, it's <laughs> a terrible thing on the subreddit free folk just to see what the real game of thrones fans think of the series and the memes that they come up with are just fucking hilarious that's that's amazing i would never do that i don't i'm not on reddit but uh wow (laughs) that was good you know what i'm realizing i also have not written an outro for tonight so Hmm. yeah yeah are we done done? done? we're getting there yeah we're we're, okay what what does anybody who what who who's everybody's favorite character kelly wins tonight she gets all the points yeah, I know the I knew the least. Uh, Joe and Art have Hodor's to come penis back. is my favorite. Oh, Hodor so, Lang. It's so wrong because it's not even like I mean I wouldn't even like it's not even the best example of his own penis. You know, it's like he's cold. It's walking it's the, around. I know, but it's the only digital penis in the entire show, so I'll take it. Would you like to have your own penis digitized? I think to use in situations when you have to be naked in front of people. I would like to have my penis be an a- NFT. Kelly, what about your penis? Uh, cricket, cricket. <laughs> a non fungible token. <laughs> non fungible tallywhacker. Mine is sparkly <laughs> with a little crown on it. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, it Being sounds just like this nice. when you pull it out, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We've devolved Freedom. into sex once again. <laughs> and BBJ. That's oh, right. That's Every funny. time you PBJ. say that, I think of PB&J. So, PB&J. You know, I'm just hungry. <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Fish and chips. Uh, I want to give a shout out for um, Olena Tyrell. Yes. She was a badass. Every comeback she had was chef's kiss. Brilliantly played, too, by the way, for the show. I don't know who the actors. I want her to know it was me. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Oh, my God. I love her. Oh, here she comes. Diana Riggs, right? That's the actor. (laughs) oh man well i guess i'll go ahead and uh uh fix this up something ken go off here we go well i first want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and not killing me at my wedding tonight i appreciate it because i don't want to die at my wedding and you know how many people died at weddings and Game of Thrones. A lot of fucking people died at weddings in Game of Thrones. I think George R. R. Martin had a bad wedding at one point. Also, I'd like to thank all of the people who have invested in my uh, Patreon with the that was disappointing um, Malibu Chevy Malibu buy-in program. Yes, yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it'll be hopping up and down. I'm going to put some airbags on it for you. And then you can come down to Lakeland, Florida and pick it up. Thanks for the 15,000. Love it. You can find us at thatwasdisappointing.com and download our episodes from anywhere you get podcasts from. Um, 
Kelly, thank you for joining us tonight. Art, Joe, play us out. I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the alcoholic. No more beer. to cheer. Hail honey. Hail honey. Hail honey. Hail honey. Hail honey. Hail honey. Because I'm home. Gee, it's great to be top gun, but it's nothing like the fun that I get when I say hi oh, honey, I am home. Hail honey. Smile honey. Gee, it's great to be back. Hail honey, I'm home.